So, it is said that the more intelligence you get to have, the less sex you get to have. Because the brain is a muscle with a limited energy supply. So in a sense, you could say that my IQ is currently my biggest cock block. Hmm. Or the other alternative that's there is blaming education and saying that education is the reason why I'm, you know, cock blocked. Because in a sense, you kind of think about it. Like people that like to talk about Nairobi this, Nairobi that, you know, for the people that stay around Nairobi. And they talk about how people are shagging every single day. So and so's doing this, so and so's doing that. There's more people doing group sex, orgies, threesomes and shit. You kind of sit back and you actually look at the research online. And a lot more people are complaining that the younger generation is having way less sex. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I could say that because we're more intelligent, we're not having as much sex. But now that would mean that I'm insulting people of Nairobi and calling them daft, which they're not. Trust me, enough of them outsmart me on a day to day. So in a sense, you could blame it on other things, you know, porn, although apparently according to research, it is also said that people who watch more porn have more sex which is, well, quite interesting. And, well, when you look at some of the other research that's there, they're blaming all the other bits of entertainment. So, ladies and gentlemen that have a problem with people who watch porn, the reason why we're not having a lot of sex as a generation of young people isn't because of Pornhub. It's actually because of Netflix. Because people have more stuff to watch on Netflix and don't really feel the need of going to pursue a relationship. But anyways, we have a podcast to do, and funny enough, it actually does relate to relationships, so we might as well get a crack on. So, in typical fashion, welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man that is going to stop watching Netflix, otherwise some of us won't get laid around these streets. He is a man who loves his women the same way he loves his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to make some comments, some people find me intelligent, other people think I'm a little bit misogynistic, but usually at the end of it, because we happen to mention a bit of sense in a couple of episodes, we happen to seem a little bit good. So, we usually take those comments and the criticisms and we move on. Now, when I was planning for this episode, I will not lie, I had planned to put someone else on the rant spot and that person was Brie Larson, but for some reason, I happened to get a very interesting article that kind of drove me the wrong way. And I decided, you know what, I'll shelve the Brie Larson story for another day, another time. It's not something that'll age or anything, so I can leave it in the shelf. Now. The story that I'm talking about happens to relate to a certain OnlyFans model known as Crystal Jackson, whose three kids happen to be kicked out of a Catholic school because she is on OnlyFans. And I have to admit, there is a bit of a discrepancy here, because the people that run Catholic schools are usually priests, and you wouldn't expect priests to know this, so who told them? Let's say a parent went and said, oh, you know what, this is an OnlyFans model, she's an adult entertainer, blah, blah, blah. And in a sense, that would probably seem circumstantial. Maybe someone said that out of hate or something. So these guys would have to find out what OnlyFans is. 
and once they do and they find her account then maybe that would give them grounds to actually get rid of those kids because you know ruining the reputation and shit but still hold up wait a second OnlyFans is only a platform where individual creators create subscription-based content. So it can literally be anything. It can be you mopping the floor or you mopping the floor with someone's face on it. So guess what? They'd have to actually find out what her content is and that would most probably require subscription. So in a sense, if this lady who some people would guess is an adult entertainer just so happened to be on OnlyFans and just so happened to have adult content there and they subscribe to actually find out that she has adult content, then in a sense, they technically watched pornography. Now, in as much as you might want to kick somebody out because they produce adult content, if you actually watched it, whether it's to find out that she's an adult performer or not, either way, it's pretty much a case of the pot calling the kettle black because how is it that you found out that she was an adult performer if you weren't viewing her content? Because if you weren't viewing her content to actually know that she's an adult performer, then everything that would come out would merely be hearsay and hearsay in itself wouldn't be enough reason to expel somebody's kids because their parent is an adult performer. And this is probably part of the reason why I find Christianity to have a fuck ton of hypocrisy in it. And I'm not doing this to take a shot at Christianity or anything. It's just that when you look at a lot of religious organizations and religious people, they always like to pull this thing of, you know what, we'll accept you. Regardless of the sins that you've gone through, you know, regardless of the problems that you've caused, no matter how bad you are, you know what, God loves you and we are supposed to accept you because you are a Christian and you are a child of God. And they will take you, or at least they're supposed to. So even though you were a hoe and you walked into a church after hoeing around, you're supposed to be accepted wholeheartedly. But guess what? Try doing that as a hoe. You will walk to that church, you will get to that door, and you will be told, unfortunately, you cannot walk in because you are dressed like a hoe. On top of that, when you look at cases like this, where somebody is supposedly an adult performer, I find it incredibly hard and pretty much impossible to understand why it is expelling her kids from your school is supposed to change anything. Because it's not like the kids were performing with her. It's not like the kids have an OnlyFans. It's the mother. She's doing what she can to get that bread and bring it home. We don't know if she just shakes her booty or if she hops on dick on camera for that shit to happen. And honestly, it's not yours or anyone else's business to really care about how it is she makes her money so that she can put the kids in school. Your business is the kids' well-being when they're in school and the parents paying the fees, which she clearly was. Because how many drug dealers' kids must have been there? How many criminals' kids must have been there or are even there in the first place and are continuing to learn freely simply because their parents haven't been caught or their parents aren't fully identified? That's probably a pretty huge number of them, but it's not like they're all being kicked out because their parents are supposedly drug dealers. And frankly, if the kids aren't the ones with the OnlyFans, why exactly are they the ones being expelled? Like I'd have understood it if it was the mother's workplace that chose to fire her, but the kid's school? That's bullshit. And anyways, it's not like priests are actually that immune from shit like that. They've done way worse. At least this woman probably danced around on camera. Maybe she hopped on dick. These priests are looking at 10-year-old boys and they're like, mm-hmm. 
and then they're busy thinking about what they could do with them like it's not like priests are entirely immune from that shit they've done a couple of weird shit themselves and they're the ones that are busy taking the high road now honestly this is part of the reason why i will continue to say that the biggest enemy of christianity is the christians themselves and hell the worst ones are the christian leaders that are supposed to be driving more people into christianity like i'd have thought these priests would have been a little bit smart about the whole thing if they find out such a thing happens and go get those kids and put them through some specialized form of christian conditioning that would make them even more christian and they would end up being the ones to tell their mother you know what only fans isn't the way drop only fans it's not a very christian way to make money there's better ways to do it go start a youtube instead but guess what these priests were dumb enough that they decided to expel all three of these boys simply because their mother has an only fans and this is why even fewer parents are gonna try and be christian or take their kids to christian institutions simply because they have only fans but then again now that i think about it it was probably a good decision that those kids were expelled imagine if those priests decided to use that whole verse of first remove the log in your eye blah blah and then decide to put it practically for their benefit and call those kids and then they end up removing the log in their trousers like how would that turn out probably not too nice but anyways we should probably move it on and get to the main topic but before we do that though do you have controversial opinions do you like to engage in political commentary are you interested in current affairs if so this is bungay's the podcast for you you can catch myself sandrine jagame and nalo every week under kenya public radio All right, so moving it on. Now, over the weekend, one of you happened to send me a very interesting video. It involves a bit of a dating story and I will break that down in a little bit. So first of all, let me start by giving a mad shout out to Lorna who sent me the video. You know, Lorna, thank you so much. You're a huge contributor and a huge fan of the podcast, and we appreciate you for that. So, let me play the audio for you guys and then after that, as usual, we can discuss and break down this whole thing. So, here it is. From a man's perspective, tell me if this is just way out of pocket. And this is why we talking prenuptials and shit. On the first date, I had to get my daughter something to eat before he took me out. So I was like, can you run me by the McDonald's real quick? Because I'm running behind. Woo woo. We get to McDonald's. All she got was her classic, a milkshake, four-piece nugget, and a small fry. When the when the lady at the window asked for the bread. She's like, where's that? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you said run me through McDonald's real quick so we can get, yeah, nigga, you gonna pay for it. I'm sorry, okay, okay, I think that's the Already, right that was now. the first problem. That ain't no problem. At that moment. That's your problem. Look, and it was at that moment, now I had the you bread. Paid for the and I even asked him, did he want anything? But look, it was at that moment that I knew you were never getting this pussy. Because he ain't paid for your daughter, fool. Fuck you on the first okay, date. Okay, so honestly, honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. My boss you was here, have, knew yeah. I was having a sleepover for my daughter. He was like, oh, that's what you know. I order her pizza. That's why most of relationships they cheat but on like, you. No, that's why most not. relationships they cheat on you with somebody at work. Because of shit like that. No, no, I'm going to pay for the daughter. Yeah, I'm going to pay for all that. And I'm pretty sure he wants some young pussy. What do you mean? What you were paying for it. She wouldn't have to be looking to him. I was single at the time. But I'm going to tell you what I'm just saying. I get what you're saying. I will fuck your boss up. Now. I really want to start getting into this woman and this entire topic and this entire story that she brought up. But before I get to that, 
let me just start by saying this and this is just a very very simple suggestion can women stop paying for their own things now like i get it you expect a guy to do it he's supposed to provide blah 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 but clearly there's too many of you that aren't used to handling your own bill especially when there's someone else around especially when someone else just so happens to have a penis and call themselves a male like the idea that a guy has to pay for stuff should probably end especially considering that both genders now are in the working sectors you know people will go and they'll work people will go and make their money and then you'll still expect someone else to handle your bill but anyways before i get to that before i get into the most obvious side of this whole thing i do want to talk about the slightly less obvious issue that was there it's actually her lack of planning and organization skills like i can get that you're going out on a date but what kind of a mother does not plan for the feeding of their child like just someone walk me through that you have a child you have a kid you're a mother you are a female that held that baby in your womb for about nine months maybe there was a miscarriage maybe that wasn't average is about nine months you got that kid out you held that baby you breastfed that baby you've been growing with that child ever since and you are telling me that you left your house for a date with a random dude a stranger somebody that will probably give it to you in the sheets and all but will not necessarily be of your own blood like your child and you just so happened to skip out on planning for your daughter's dinner walk me through how this is actually supposed to work like i can get that this babe was you know planning for stuff maybe she was in a hurry maybe she was running late even though women can actually be fashionably late as in you decided to leave the house and you know you were coming late and you did not plan for your daughter's feeding like you did not plan for how it is that your child would be fed i don't know is this something that happens with people like what level of disorganization is this and hell maybe it's me maybe it's just a couple of people but i'd like to think that my mother is a very amazing very smart very caring woman and i'm not just saying that because she's my mother and i've got nothing but love for her i'm talking about the fact that every single time she used to leave the house whether it was for the night whether she was gonna stay out late which she hardly did whether she was gonna travel she always made sure that there was food she always made sure that we'd be fed and that there would be food for us to prepare in the likely event that there wasn't anyone and that we'd eat hell even when my older brother and i were young like she taught my older brother how to make like rice and shit so even though she'd leave she'd leave like the stew prepped up and like put in the fridge so all we need to do is like go and like make some of the food and then we'd eat like we were prepared for the likely event that she wasn't coming back that evening even though it was completely likely even though it was highly unlikely we were always prepared for it and i'd like to think that usually whenever a mother has a child she will care for that child to the depths of the earth i still find it hard how it is that you a woman with child will leave your kid and then think about her feeding and her being taken care of in between the date when you're going back home like that's my biggest issue with this entire thing and that's what i'd call the biggest red flag of that entire story 
the fact that this woman did not plan for her daughter's well-being before she left that house if she hadn't planned that shit i would have personally told her if i was the guy taking her out on a date do not leave that house better we cancel this shit and reschedule but if you have not planned for your child's well-being before you leave that house then you do not deserve to leave the house like at what point did people start neglecting their own kids for a date and then you come back to start complaining about money like i will get to that issue in a bit but the mere fact that she was disorganized to the point where she hadn't planned for her kids dinner yo like that shit in itself automatically puts her as currently the most undateable woman i have ever heard of like at what point will i think of dating you and possibly having a future with you if you can't even organize for your own flesh and blood that you produce from your own womb like damn and anyways i know for the sake of time let me just hop on and like do the more obvious bit the money part yes i get it people still go on dates even though i said that people shouldn't be going on dates because well they've kind of become obsolete people slide into dms nowadays and i spoke about that extensively on battle of the sexes episode 52 titled is dating outdated so you can probably go and listen to all my sentiments there i might have had a problem with it but you know what let's let that part go let's go into the part where this guy already handled the bills for the dating he's gone he's picked her up they've gone they've eaten they're coming back home and she's like you know what how about you take me through mcdonald's so that i can grab my daughter a meal and he decides to do that and she expects him to pay the fuck i get it you want a provider in your life but damn this guy's technically still a stranger and you're expecting him to handle your kid's bill like it's not like he's gonna date the kid that kid isn't gonna hop on his dick you are you're the one that i'm taking care of your kid isn't my problem that's how i'd have handled it like the worst part was even how she said it she was like run me by mcdonald's so in a sense she was the one who was supposed to handle that bill because take for example if a woman approaches a guy and says hey i want to take you out on a date and then goes for the date with a guy and expects a guy to pay wouldn't you also find that a little bit surprising and the worst part about it is she's actually confidently saying this entire story as if the guy was the one at fault like this babe automatically moved from a green to an automatic red set of flags because how is it that a babe that's so fine trust me i was watching this video this babe is actually pretty fine she just moved from like the green to the orange by expecting someone to pay the bill you know that's something that can be taught to someone to red by the mere fact that she was so disorganized that she didn't plan for her kids well-being and i have to be honest like people can be daft people can say all sorts of shit about paying bills and i can still come in and talk about independent women this or independent women that but i think the whole bill paying thing is a matter of two people and it's something that we can always go back and forth it's something that can be taught learned and unlearned shit like that but the mere fact that this woman was not organized enough to have taken care of her child's well-being before she leaves the house for extracurricular activities because you know dating technically classifies as that is probably the biggest red flag or even in this case red flags 
that have actually been put out in this entire thing like that babe is fine enough that most guys would want to date her but she is ugly enough in the head that i do not think anyone would want to do anything besides just smash and grab as in the only thing i would recommend any guy to ever do with such a woman is literally just hit and run as in come and go as in ejaculate and evacuate do not bother spending any more moments with such a woman because this is the kind of person that ends up bringing you down this is the kind of person that makes a billionaire a millionaire this is the kind of person that will walk around saying oh i want a man that i can grow with oh i want to be the guy that i can invest with and we can break generational curses women if you can't plan for your daughter's own dinner that is tonight how exactly are you going to plan for a future that's 10 years as in there's a bit of daftness in that you know like a lot of women like to talk about the whole thing about growing with their partner but if you're already messing up at the basics how exactly do you expect to handle the big stuff do you think that you can start handling investment portfolios and look at interest rates so that you can decide on savings plan or look into real estate and value whether one thing is just speculation and whether the other thing is real or not how do you expect to start handling like tough financial decisions if something as simple as feeding your own child isn't something that you can do very well seriously i want to know how people actually think that they can do such a thing like start with the basics and work it up start to learn the basics if you can't even be a good mother i don't even think you'd make a great wife like i know those are two mutually exclusive roles but still damn you can't even be a good mother to your own kid woman like i'm even feeling sorry for the kid now but anyways i want to know your thoughts on this like i'm not even gonna make this an either or situation i'm gonna leave this one open the dms are open on instagram it is at break time on west side on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter if you want to slide into my personal dms it is at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening via Castbox, feel free to drop your comments there and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break take care